You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona, and my good friends. And A.K. Mike in Texas. And Shannon G. in Mesa AZ. I have to be honest with you, we've got a great show tonight, but uh, <laughs> I have to be honest, I'm in Arizona. I mean, I'm not in Arizona, I'm in Colorado. So, uh, yeah, I'm not in Arizona. I'm in uh, Colorado, we're visiting family, but uh, we, uh, we're excited that the two uh, guys, uh, Mike and A.K. Mike and Jay, are together They're down in Texas, I think. So... You got, I guess you came down to visit, Mike. Yes, I did. I uh, had Very a long cool. weekend and uh, decided to take advantage of that and came down to visit Jay. Well, that's Sweet. awesome. And uh, understand you brought uh, you brought something with you. I did. I brought my birthday present down. Figured since we, I failed and I would have somebody to fly with, that this would be a perfect opportunity to uh, give it a shot and try to, uh, you know, one more time, get it in the air. Yeah, well, that's what we did. We put it together, yeah. made sure we had to go through the programming process again. So we figured out that even though, because I didn't use the gyro the first time, uh, we did some more checking on how to make that work. And uh, okay. so it's it was, so what I learned was one, the default setup doesn't just work, unfortunately, because each plane and receiver and and servos are all different. So that was the first sort of realization I had. The second was uh, that uh, I didn't know what I was doing, uh, but we already knew that, so that's fine. Yeah. And then the third one was, you know, after I figured out the steps, uh, then then it became super super easy to do. So it was really just a matter of really understanding. Now Jay and I spent some time looking for videos on how to set this thing up, and all the videos that we found sort of skirted around the issues that we were having. None of them were troubleshooting. None of them were talking about how do you manage the gyro settings, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and even the manual uh, for the uh, gyro that I'm using was sort of cryptic, along with the screen instructions. It was sort of cryptic. It gave okay. information that was useful, but not quite enough. Right? So we were sort of struggling. So then it became a trial and error approach, which sucks when you don't know what you're doing. Um, and so, as you know, Mike, I called you to find out how to set it up. And you started talking me through some steps. And that's when I learned what I needed to know, what I really needed to know in order to make the changes that needed to be made. Yeah. So what I discovered is if, if, if when I do this, the next time I do this, the way I will do it is very specific to a process as opposed to a specific gyro. Uh, and so I broke it down to sort of these basic steps. That is, deal with the gyro first, and then the output of the gyro to the receiver, and then how the receiver manages that channel. So those are the basic three basic steps. So okay. it's possible that the last two steps are all the same and it doesn't really impact it too much. But 
but they're they are separate in the sense that uh, how they come to my rate to my particular radio and how it manages it and and it also specific to the gyro in terms of how it manages and deals with for different receivers uh, I don't know the technical details about all that stuff so I can't really speak towards it but I'll tell you that the steps I took were successful repeatedly after like one of the situations was the servo I had in there was kind of crappy and Jay lent me one of his loaned me one of his and Thank so jankity it was jankity my 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 servo jankity jankity it's with a, with a capital g yes <laughs> call, uh, i spell Webster, it with a j, but, j but, but j spells it with a g yeah exactly so so what i had to do was first make sure that this that the gyro was doing producing the correct results for my plane so once I mounted okay. it into the, into the plane, and I had oriented in the direction in which I thought I needed it to be oriented in, uh, then I could figure out as I rolled the plane that the surfaces were behaving correctly. And since they weren't, uh, I had to make a path to figure that out. So as I tilted the plane left, as you're look, you know you're looking down the nose of the plane from the back, um, mm -hmm. the right aileron needs to come up. More importantly, the left aileron needs to go down. Correct. Yeah, the left aileron. They should needs work. To... Right. So more yeah, importantly, so the left aileron. Up, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's important to focus on the left side. And once I determined okay. that the left aileron wasn't working correctly, it was going up instead of down, I just clicked on the reverse aileron gyro setting. On my particular case, it has a reverse. In your particular case, for Demon, for example, it has uh, something like a 180-degree roll or some kind of thing like that, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, it depends on your gyro and how it deals with it. In my case, it has just a reverse. So I reverse that aileron. Now the left and the right ailerons are behaving properly. So, so once that's straight, and this is the technique that you taught me, basically, Mike, when we were doing, going through, figuring this stuff out, is you worked on the left aileron and you decided, you made that work first. And then, since the right side was behaving properly when using the ailerons, all I had to do then was check the elevator. And once I did that, if I pulled up and both of them went down, that means the elevator needs to be reversed. And that happens to be the case in my plane. So both the aileron gyro gotcha. and the elevator gyro needed to be reversed. And once I did okay. that, everything worked properly from the gyro's perspective. Right. Now, what happened was I would push the, now I push the stick left. Right? So the right aileron should come up and the left aileron should go down. Or vice versa. Sorry. Vice versa, yeah. Vice versa, you push sorry. it to the left. Yep, uh, elevator, ele the left elevator should come up. up, right. And in this case, it did not. So I had to reverse the aileron servo on the output of the of the uh, um the radio. Of the, the radio. No, of the gyro. So it's outputting it's outputting this value to the gyro. Uh, from the gyro oh, okay. to the right, 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 to the right, receiver. Right. Right? And then, that's yeah, that's right. And then once I figured that out, then I had to go to my radio. And once the sticks were wrong, I had to go and change one of the channels. I think for that, in this case, it turned out to be the elevator channel to be reversed. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's, I had to make that progression through in order to get all that stuff working. All right. Right. So right. once we got that settled out, then everything's good. So I would say that that's a process that's repeatable on any gyro. The problem is you have to know where to make the change. For example, mm-hmm. on the uh, aileron gyro, gyro reversing, for example. Correct. So once we got that done, then we took it to the field. Um, it was early in the morning, fr- uh, Friday morning. And uh, so we went and got to the field and we decided um, that we were going to, because it was working so well on the table, we decided that we we're going to start the plane in uh, gyro mode. We were going to fly it okay. in gyro mode. Because, right. right. And so we, uh, we launched it, and it just wasn't flying right. And when I hit the throttle off, we were, it took off pretty reasonable. Then it started like wobbling, and when I hit the throttle off, it just nosedived into the into the dirt. We don't know why. We end up breaking the nose. We, we know now. It's true. We do know now. And it nosedived into at, at a broken. At the time, you did. At the time, you didn't know. Though, no, right? we don't now because yeah, we spent some time. Yeah, we spent. So we brought it back. We fixed it up again. So this is the second time I've crashed it. And, uh, and I was, we were driving out of there and I was like, you know, Mike's going to give me crap about turning on the gyro before we flew it without it. Right, Jay? <laughs> he's like, no, Mike won't say anything. He's like, no, he's going to say something. And so, and, and, you know, really that's the right point. Right. And the reality is we shouldn't have flown it with, with it on there. That, that aside, that aside. So we fixed it, brought it back. Now we have. Uh, now we have a plan to not have the gyro on, and okay. uh, we're, uh, I'm going to fly it still. So this will be my third attempt, and it took off. It flew, and I got it up in the air, and things were going okay, okay. But again, yeah. Mike, you're you're leaving out some other like what type of explosion. It wasn't super scary. Well, I, I, you know, I, you, you can say it was windy and that, yeah, that might have impacted it. But at the same time, it just wasn't operating well. Again, uh, even though Jay was there, the communication about what I needed wasn't going well. Like I was doing a good job communicating to him about what I needed. And right. we just couldn't get together. And the thing got away from me. And when I couldn't, I couldn't turn it back to us. So it ended up going. I would say, you know, for the best description is into the trees, uh, which oh, is a bunch no. of trees. Yeah, the sort of the trees behind us as we fly. Not luckily, not to the river. I think that's started heading to, to Wind's house. Yeah, to Wind's house. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so, then I cut the throttle, and then I just I tried as best I could to manage it all the way to the ground because I don't know where it's at and what's going on. For all I know, it's hit the ten trees and it's a big pile on the ground. Mm-hmm. So. So we went back there. Luckily, the radio was still on because I could hear it say, you know, signal acquired, signal lost, signal acquired. So we, we knew we were headed the right direction, right? And then he goes, what's that thing laying by that, you know, the green building over there? It's like, oh, that's the plane. So I went over there, and it barely had, truly barely had any damage for what should have been a disastrous result. 
Um, right. and, and so it was broken. We had to go back and fix it. Uh, and something else happened. I can't remember what, but we, we ended up going back. So now it's Saturday morning. Uh, we, we fixed it, make, made sure, made some corrections, whatever we thought. We, we had some chat about what was going on and what no, we might be doing there. differently. We just walked, there wasn't that much oh, that's right. That's right. It didn't, it wasn't that bad. We fixed up the field, right. And so that was like, that's it, Jay. I'm not flying anymore. That's three times. I can't fly this plane right now. <laughs> right now, I can't fly this plane. It's not ready for me. Right. It's ready for somebody else. Right. And so he's, you know, I've got him nervous, right? Because it's windy. It isn't exactly calm, but it isn't exactly super windy. I mean, like, right. it's not. No, I know. It's a, it's, it gets that way over at that It's Texas windy, right? Not there yeah. in the morning. It it's probably 10-mile-an-hour winds, maybe gusting to 15. Yeah. Okay. I mean, really. It wasn't sure. terrible. And then a That's couple of times we were started yakking. And it's like, yeah, we better stop yakking and start flying because, you know, we're going to lose our, <laughs> our weather. Right. 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 So I was like, Jay, you got to fly it. And I, I know he didn't want to. Like, I know he didn't. He, he'll say he was yeah. okay with it, but I, I'll, I'll say he didn't want to. And I was like, look, was dude, okay I can't fly it. So you have to fly it. And so he's like, all right. So we get in there and he flies it. And, you know, he's flying a lot better than I was because he, he's better at piloting than I am. And I was like, dude, you need some – I can see you're fighting left roll. So I started putting, you know, uh, trim in. And yeah. just, I mean, we're just cranking it, cranking it hard. And then he's like, I need up. Mostly I need up. So I gave him all the up elevator I could. He's like, yeah, I'm still fighting with the up. Well, that kind wow. of explains the reason why the plane tanked into the thing. Now, we did check the CG before we flew it. And – it was a tiny bit forward, uh, right? It was a tiny bit forward based on where we put our fingers. But um, it was only a tiny bit. But that thing was hitting the deck. And based on what we put in for trim, which is all the trim up, uh, it was still – he still had to fight it. Hmm. So we know that the trim is off. Uh, that the I'm sorry, that the CG is off on the markers for that plane. So when you when we set up the flying wings, because this thing is a delta wing, right? Yeah. It, it has the, the delta yeah. wing set up. Yeah. There is a little bit of reflex in the uh, in the aft. Huh? Uh, well, that's that doesn't matter oh, right sorry. now. There is a little bit of reflex. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting ahead, obviously, right? No. Well, no. I mean, because that's not really important. The important thing is, is that it uh, is nose heavy. Uh, reflex right. would have helped a little bit, but it was nose heavy. Because even when we look okay. at the at the at the center, even if the if we look at what would be considered reflex at this point in the ailerons, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. it still has to go a bunch more before the CG that they have in the plane is going to be good. So instead of fixing the the travel, we're going to fix the where the uh, battery's placed and change where you know right. where the CG mark is, right? Right, instead right. of doing all that, we're just going to move the battery back instead. So, so this airplane is built for uh, like FPV style flying. Yeah. So, do you, is all the is all the FPV gear behind the battery? Is that why they have it such so far forward? It's possible. Or? Uh, yeah, that, you could put it. You could put a bunch of. It's possible. Can you? Bays. So probably most of the stuff is from mid from mid bay towards the rear. But nothing in the thing says, hey, if yeah. you're not using video or FPV yeah, gear. Yeah, move the battery back. Right. Right. It doesn't right. say that. 
It doesn't say the CG's right. off or it's built for the whatever. So that's a really good point, Mike. Uh, that's probably yeah. what those CG holes are for, is for gear like that. And that makes sense. That makes sense to me, right? That makes some sense. Uh-huh. Uh, so, but we're gonna, right, so what we're going to do is we're going to move the battery back and we're, we'll just do a new CG from that point based on what we've seen, the, how the plane behaves. So, so you basically flew it at this, the, this, you know, the Saturday, uh, with no gyro in it yet, right? I mean, That's you correct. The gyro That's on. correct. Okay. Yeah. And so the, you're and just the, trimming it out. You're getting all that stuff ready to go without mm-hmm. turning the gyro. We haven't on. turned the gyro on, and and we have yet to turn the gyro on at this point. Yeah, th- I mean, this is smart. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get it all tuned up without the gyro, because right. if you have the gyro on and you trim it, and then you know. Now the gyro's fighting the trims. So right, exactly. Totally that. Well, and we knew that was the case, but we just felt like the gyro was going to help us fly it in the front end of it. Uh, yeah, you know, and I get, level. That. I get that. But I guess that would make, you know, because it had such a hard left roll, that would definitely make a wobble in it, too. Like, it was looking that, like that o- over gain. No, so that had, definitely... Mm-hmm. Had too much gain. Well, no, Jay. That I was just thinking now uh, that that actually might have been because of how much roll was actually in the plane. Uh, it would have it would have wobbled like that because of the way the roll was. Because the plane would go to its natural and then come back and then go to its natural and come back, and so it would show a wobble instead of gain. Like that might not have been a gain issue. Because we never used well, we never used the go ahead, go ahead, Mike. I was going to say the gyro when you whenever you plug the battery in, depending on how you have it, that gyro is going to memorize this is level, level right? right? Exactly. So, so if it's ter- Mike is right, if it starts to turn, it's going to correct itself. So if it's constantly rolling to the left, and then the gyro goes, "Hey, you're not level, and you need to go yeah, back to the right." Yeah, that wasn't putting any inputs in, but it was still rolling left. That. Exactly. Exactly. Correct. It, it, yeah. Exactly. So, so that's that's what I think with the wall. That, but aside from all that, now that's really not relevant at this point because we were operating it before we should have uh, in in that case mm-hmm. anyway so so now right. now we're at the point where jay has fixed it now what was interesting is despite the fact that i flew that plane into the trees and it landed in the ground the way it did the motor mount was fine and jay was bringing it back and landing it he and he and he landed that thing what i would call very smoothly and the motor mount broke yeah. And so it's like I can see that coming. Right? I can see that coming. I, it's like, I guess well, telling I don't, your face. I don't get that. Yeah, I don't get that. But anyway, yeah. so we yeah. we uh we put some Jay put some fiberglass on it and some epoxy. And so now we feel like that motor mount's going to be more staunch than it was. Plus, we 3D printed a skid that was out there for this very reason. Uh because ah. if you put the if you put the thing on the ground, that motor actually drags on the ground. So, mm-hmm. so if yeah. you hit it, if you hit it even a little bit nose up, oh, Jay's got Jay's got it here. It can't oh, really yeah, see it because it's too yeah. close. But uh, it's okay. too close to the camera. Can't really see it. Yeah, there it is. There's the skid. That's the oh, new yeah, skid. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the motor yeah, goes yeah. behind, okay. well, and that's going to protect yeah. the motor a little bit better than what it had. Right. Uh, right. And so, right. so we feel like. Plus, it'll put some weight back there, Jay. I didn't realize, but uh, I don't think that will change too much yeah. about what we decide to do with the battery and where it goes. So, no, but you may you may want to you may want to be cognizant of the fact that you have something back there. I mean, truly, whatever you thought you were going to move back. No, well, well I think we're still going to use a different spot of the CG on the plane itself. We're not going to use the CG holes. We're going to go back a little bit and use that because that's what we need. We need the CG to right. be back or 
for, forward, I don't, whatever, whatever the other direction is. If it's, if it's nose heavy, you got to move the CG back. Right. Okay. Right. Thank you. So, so, uh, right. So that's what we're going to do. And we'll put the battery in and we'll see what happens. And of course, by now we'll also have the reflex added in there and the, uh, you know, trim set to back to zero now that we know where they're supposed to be set. Right. And we know right. we still need some more elevator. Yeah, we still need some more elevator, even even still. Uh, so once we do that, I think we'll be a better set to manage this thing. It, so, it uh, so you know, the airplane the airplane is relatively small. I mean, it's smaller than our wings, right? Uh, like the, put, uh, with a tough wing by it. It's about a 24-inch. It's probably 20-inch span. It's not quite 24. So... So the the control surfaces on the wing though are slightly larger than this airplane. Is what I'm asking. Slightly larger. Yeah the the wing has has a full like full span. Is it the same size or is it smaller? It's most the size of the wing. Most of it. It's uh, yeah, three okay. inches on either side. There, there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the and the amount of that you have up there, Jay, that uh, is reflective, where it's got that you know whatever. It's about of three degrees or five degrees about. probably. Yeah, so is that what it normally normally would require to fly straight and level at this point? Yes. Okay. I personally Okay, so I personally whatever that whatever that, you know, measure that distance. Yeah. well, so so whatever distance you have here, yeah. uh between the body and the top of the aileron, yeah. If you measure that in it and let's say it's like uh 3 millimeters. Yeah. I would move. I would move the battery back three millimeters. Okay, and then and then make those things level, and then and then and then level them down, and fly it again. And if and if you're trimming it another up, then you can move. You know, you shouldn't have to trim it a full three millimeters. Right. But what you're doing is you're actually causing that to come back down. You're moving the battery back. Yeah, I get it. If you just shove the battery back six millimeters and no, then no. level those. You may get something yeah. totally different. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, no, I get line. that. You're, you're right, but I think I think we were just going to have to eke it back little by little. Is what we we're going to do is just. But that's start a good starting back. point. Is yeah, three millimeters yeah, good back. Starting point is, Zero out, zero out the trims. Go three millimeters yep. back. See what we yep. need again. Go back more. And I know it's not a one for one like you're saying it is. It would be a one for one. But I get what, no, but why you're started. choosing that. Yeah, I get why you're choosing that. So, yep. Yeah. So that's kind of it's where just we're a at. matter of you know if, if if you're if you're having the nose come up that much because that's really what you're doing with those with those surfaces going up like that. Yeah. You're bringing the nose yeah, exactly. up at them out. And that means that you can move the battery back that same amount, and then that should bring it level. It should, it should be able yeah, to like a teeter totter. Yeah, I get it. All, all yeah, pretty much. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's Correct. a likelihood if I move back three millimeters, it's going to be light, nose light. Maybe it could be. So. Yeah, I think it's just curse. So, so I think it's just curse, guys. Back. I think you just need to like get a priest and you know exorcism or something because i think it's just cursed not a bad idea <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah the power can tell you you know yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's funny uh well the good news is that uh, you know when i first got for today's episode you guys were talking about it when i jumped on and i in my head i just had this horrible feeling that this thing was just going to be this big ball of you know fiber you know glue uh glue and and 
and uh, foam, you know, because it just was <laughs> a big ball. But I'm I'm happy to hear that it didn't get you know that you guys got to fly it a couple times, and despite the the kind of shenanigans going on, that it it wasn't as bad right. as I had imagined it. Because when I when I hung up from talking to you, unfortunately, he called me right as I was walking to the gate to go to work, but. I, uh, I'm talking to Mike and then he's explaining all this stuff and I could hear he's kind of frustrated and I'm trying to be calm and try to figure out over the phone, what he's telling me versus what I can visualize in my head. And I keep asking him to repeat stuff and okay, switch this and do this. And then I had to go and he's like, all right, fine. And then we'll figure it out. And I'm thinking to myself, I told the guy I was working with, I was like, oh man, I don't want to call back. Cause I just, <laughs> this just sounds no, but- like, What's really interesting, I didn't Mike, think I helped at all, but I'm glad I. What's really interesting, though, though, Mike, is that is that what you did did help because it taught me something about how the elevons, like how to suss out what the elevons are supposed to do and how you're supposed to work. And so right. once I learned that, right. I just took that same process and I I figured out, oh, I got to do the gyro first because the gyro seems to be the thing that was kept catching me for whatever reason. I felt like. I did everything else first. Like I set the outputs right and I set the radio right. And then when I looked at the gyro, it's like, it's not working. What's wrong? And so once I right. started doing the uh, gyro first and made that work, because it's really a separate thing. There's really two pieces, right? There's the gyro stuff and right. it operates the mm -hmm. surfaces in one way. And then there's the radio stuff and it operates the surfaces in its own way. Two separate paths. That's correct. And, and but but That's I didn't correct. really know that like that it makes sense now that I went through that but it's like it's not intuitive it certainly isn't intuitive in the software I'm using and it's certainly not intuitive for somebody who's never really I've used one before but the last one you and I set up at the fundraiser that thing we just plugged it in and it was working right like we did nothing uh, uh it's like, it was a yeah, I think we had already set it up for another airplane prior to that though but maybe so but issue. what I'm saying is that we didn't yeah, do anything so. so for me it was just like it should uh, just plug in yeah. and work right that was my mindset <laughs> right, right it should just plug in yeah so so just so you know the uh when I got my l39 all ready to go I had a very similar situation with the demon right I hooked everything up and plugged it in and the rudder was going the wrong direction and I was frustrated as all get out because every time I would replug it in, I thought it was the receiver. I swapped out the receiver, I swapped out the servo, I swapped out the battery. And so you, when you get to that point where you've swapped out so many things, it's now totally confusing. I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. I just, you know, I just start from scratch. So I start from the back, which is where the rudder servo was, and it was going backwards. And so I, I took the rudder servo out. And I plugged it in and it was going the right way. I plugged it straight into my receiver. It was going the right way. Everything in the receiver to the servo was correct. As soon as I turned, as soon as I introduced the gyro, everything was going backwards. And I'm like, I do not understand. This is really frustrating. And so I kind of did the same thing. I stepped back. I called Barry. I was like, Barry, I'm having a hard time. And he walked me through it. Still didn't work. Right. And so then I'm frustrated. I'm like, all right, well, this is just stupid. So I, I read the directions. I thought I was doing it right. Finally, I said, you know what? I got to go above my head because I've exhausted everything. And I went ahead and called the guys over at Demon. And I told him what was going on. And he did exactly what I did to you. Okay, you plug these in, what happens? And I go, well, it does this and this. And he goes, if you plug this in, what happens? And I go, this and this. He goes, oh, it's out of sequence. And so in the directions, when it double chirps, you're supposed to uh, go to the left, right, forward, back, you know, rudders doing it. I did the, I turned it first and then let it double chirp, which put it out of sequence by one. 
So when it got to the elevator, or when it got to the rudder, the rudder had no idea what it was doing because I was already done with the sequence and it went back to neutral. So at that point, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me because I had already pulled out like four <laughs> receivers out of different airplanes. Yeah, right. And I mean, I, I was just and, that, you know, and like like you, that's you know, I wasn't going to just go fly this thing and say, OK, something's not right. I has a lot of money to be flying around, you know, with a turbine on the back of it. So once I did that and I got the sequence right, then it worked. And so normally now you got to the same uh, results, just kind of the way your head figured it all out right but in reality the gyro is taken out of the picture everything should work correctly so you program from your radio uh, from the servo to the radio make sure all of that's going well right then introduce the gyro when you introduce the gyro the gyro inputs are from from the receiver so you know the receiver is giving correct inputs right when you plug the servo in and they're opposite or, or wrong, right. then now you've narrowed it down to just the, just there. And so uh, I was frustrated because I, I was trying to figure out what gyro you had. And you have the hobby, what's it called? The hobby? A3 Super 4. Yeah, the A3 Super 4. I think it's uh, it's motion sells it. Yeah. And so I pulled the, I pulled the manual up for that. Hobby Eagle, that's it. I pulled the manual up and I was reading the manual and I was like, Hey, wait a second. This says you should do this. You know? So I'm trying to follow along and, and then I get a text that says, I got it. I got it. And I was like, Oh, perfect. You know? So yeah, I, 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 I did I do it that way, Mike. I did out. do it the way you're talking about, but it just confused. Well, there are two things. It confused me because I thought once I had the transmitter working through the gyro, which then talked to the receiver properly, like all that mm-hmm. stuff worked properly, it should be working. I'm sorry, it goes uh, receiver, gyro, servos. Uh, it should be fine, but the the gyro was separate. And I was like, how am I going to fix that? There's a setting right. on the basic screen, not on the gyro screen, but on the basic screen that says reverse uh, the gyro. So until gotcha. I found that, I, I was like really confused because I saw the demon yeah. one, which is you just pick what the orientation is. And if it's doing reverses you just change it based on that or like i can't remember what i saw but it's like a roll something to do with roll and and there's a change in setting so yeah uh, there's actually there's actually a reverse uh, you can reverse the server re- reverse roll right well. but but it was so it's just, got a, it's got an orientation and a reverse switch. right right and so in this case though it's just that 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 reverse was on a screen i wasn't expecting it to be and right. i didn't find it until right. you were like it's got to be there somewhere and i was trying to like do the calibration differently so that would see the plane different and it wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. It wouldn't do it. So it was like, this is just nuts. Like what's happening. And then I, I just fell on that screen accidentally and I go, what? (laughs) Oh, this is gyro reverse. Here it is. Son of a gun. Well, there you go. Well, I'm glad it happened. Sometimes it just takes uh, moving around and clicking on stuff. So, yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy that uh, I was say also if you listen to Spyro Gyra, that helps a lot too with gyros. There you go. That's what's that? It's a band. It's a jazz band. It's a band. Okay. (laughs) Well, clearly I don't. So yeah, clearly he didn't. Had, he didn't get that. Uh, if, I got it. Yeah, it, it no, if it. I had, I might have been able to do it sooner. Yeah. No, it's fine. I mean, I get that I'm a music uh, neophyte, but uh, you know, it's possible I would have got it right had I listened to them. 
there you go. You never know. So, well, unfortunately, our time's up. I'm very excited that you guys are uh, kind of getting to the, uh, you know, the point where you can fly it again. I'm, I'm very interested. Uh, hopefully, next uh, this next go around, we'll be able to hear, you know, some pretty exciting stuff. That you guys have kind of got it all figured out. Uh, but for now, we are out of time, so we're going to let you go. Uh, from uh, I'm AZ Mike in Colorado. <laughs> and I'm AK Mike in the hills of Texas. And I'm Shannon G and Mesa AZ holding down the fort for all of us AZ years. There you go. All for the AZ guys. Well, we appreciate you uh, attending our uh, listen to us. And uh, you know, send us an email at uh, parkfirepodcast at gmail.com. And for now, we'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. 